Welcome to the ITE Talks Transportation Podcast from the Institute of Transportation Engineers. Each month, we'll bring you conversations with thought leaders in transportation on the future of the industry. Welcome to the first episode of ITE Talks Transportation for 2020. I'm your host, Bernie Wagenblast. We're beginning this new decade with a guest who's been in the news as she transitioned transportation roles at the end of 2019. Leslie Richards is the general manager of SEPTA. She started the job at the beginning of January, coming off a five-year run as the secretary of the Pennsylvania Department of Transportation. Her two most recent positions make her ideally suited to discuss this month's topic, the link between transportation and community. Leslie, welcome to ITE Talks Transportation. Thanks for having me. Since we're going to be talking about transportation and community, I want to point out to the listeners that that's something that you've really emphasized throughout your time in the industry and saying that community and transportation are inextricably linked and that transportation professionals should be involved in helping to create a, a better quality of life. I'm curious, how did you do that at PennDOT and how do you plan to do that at SEPTA? For me, obviously, they are absolutely inextricably linked. I came to this business. I'm a community and environmental planner and obviously love uh, accomplishing, you know, uh, creating better quality of life for people who live in our communities, who work in our communities through transportation. And uh, so at PennDOT, we came in. I was the first planner at PennDOT, and I believe I'm also the first planner here at SEPTA to to lead both uh, agencies. And it's very important. You know, we are in people's uh, neighborhoods, right? And we are there to help them get around in the way that they choose. Every community is different. And uh, when you take a look at it, I see my job as building better communities. Uh, I know a lot of times we consider ourselves in the transportation industry, maybe in the rail industry, in the train industry, in the highway industry, but we're really in the people industry, and we are helping people live the lives that they choose to live, and we're helping them enjoy it. And uh, so we get people from one place to another, and that can mean different things. You know, maybe it's to get to work, maybe it is to take them home, maybe it's to see their children uh, playing in a sporting event or a professional sporting team, taking care of an elderly parent, perhaps, or maybe, you know, just go out to dinner and enjoy themselves. While it means something different to everybody, it definitely means something uh, that adds to their quality of life. And it's not only those who use our system here at SEPTA, but it's also those who enjoy the fact that we're taking vehicles off the road, right, as we improve, you know, our services. At PennDOT, I introduced PennDOT Connects, which I'm very proud of, a planning initiative where we would go out into our communities so that they could see that every dollar we invested in a transportation project was a dollar invested in that community. And we took a bigger look at how that project fit into those communities. Did it help with walkability? Did it help with people who wanted to travel by bicycle? Did it help with people who wanted to access transit? Did it help with freight movements? How did it help with environmental issues? Uh, How about flooding issues? And so we really tried to take a comprehensive look and to make sure that we had those conversations because you can't find those things out by just looking at a river that you need to build a bridge over or by looking at a road that needs to be widened 
or, you know, by looking at a trail that needs to be built. You need to have those conversations and see what it means for the community. And because of that, I truly felt that, you know, we went from building bridges, you know, to building better communities. And I'm very proud of of that effort. You talked about Connects, and I think part of what you were trying to do with Connects was to involve the community right from the start with any projects that were going on, getting local officials as well as the public involved with that planning process and getting their input. Tell us a bit more about that part of the approach and, and how you might see yourself utilizing some of those same skills, planning skills, in your position now at SEPTA. Yeah, so um, you're absolutely right. We started those conversations earlier than ever before, sometimes even years prior to where they would have been started before PennDOT Connects was formally initiated. And so before, you know, a project description is even decided, before an amount of money uh, for the project cost is finalized, we're going out to communities and seeing how this project and how this investment can, again, improve their quality of life, can be an economic driver for them, um, and can help make those connections among different people as well as businesses. And so by having those conversations early on, for example, we were able to see certain pedestrian issues, for example, around schools, right? We think we know how people get to school. You know, they should go on the sidewalk and they should cross where there are um, pedestrian crossings. But uh, oftentimes students, they cut through backyards. They pop up in unexpected places and maybe they make mid-block crossings. And so we have to take a look at that to keep everybody safe and make sure that, again, we are uh, putting, you know, our investment and, and building what this community needs. So it really um, initiated a lot of those conversations that we didn't see in the beginning. Every community is different. So even if, example, you know, if you're building a bridge over a 10-foot wide, you know, body of water, you can build that type of a bridge in five different communities, but the bridge that they need may be, you know, five different designs. And so it's just getting to uh, the unique nature of uh, what is needed and and what would benefit uh, that community. So right now I am uh, starting my third week here at SEPTA, and I'm learning the process of how we develop and go from concepts to environmental and uh, design, uh, then into construction and, and then maintenance. And so I'm figuring out, you know, where are those conversations taking place? When are they taking place? How are they taking place? And then what might most benefit our designers and how we build things? Because it continues in the construction process as well, you know, how the detours are set up how they impact certain communities. Say a community is heavily uh, relying on summer tourist traffic, you know, then a summer detour or summer construction schedule can really impact them. So we want to take a look at at all of those factors. And again, we want to make sure um, that we understand what the community needs and that we're doing our best uh, to deliver. As you noted, uh, you're just three weeks into your new job as the general manager of SEPTA. But I'm curious, as you have done those three weeks so far, what are some of the immediate challenges that you've seen? And going along with that, what are some of the opportunities that you see keeping you busy for the uh, first few months while you're at SEPTA? Well, I'm learning a lot. You know, while I'm new to this role, I'm not totally new to SEPTA. Obviously, in my last role, um, guiding uh, transportation throughout the entire Commonwealth, transit was a big 
piece of that. And while there were over 50 transit agencies across the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, SEPTA is by far the largest. And in fact, it's the fifth largest transit system in the country. And so while I knew some of the issues that I would be seeing, you know, it is very, very interesting to see them close up and how they are impacting the greater Philadelphia region. It is a large business. It has over a billion dollar budget. So learning how money is generated as well as how money is being spent between the operating budget and the capital budget. Uh, I'm taking a look at that. The capital budget is uh, a little over 700 million right now. Lots of projects moving and I'm seeing where we are in the process and uh, what is moving forward there. So that's pretty interesting. Uh, this agency, just like PennDOT, you know, has over 9,500 employees, so getting to know a lot of the employees, definitely the senior team as well. Um, at PennDOT, it was 11,500 employees. It feels the same size, and uh, <laughs> that's always a challenge as well. And, of course, there's different stakeholders here. At SEPTA, we're going to be able you know, to really get into certain neighborhoods and deal with issues at a detailed level that uh, I didn't really get to do in, in, in my last job. And so I'm, I'm very excited about that opportunity. So far, you know, been assessing the current situation, obviously asking our team here, you know, what do they feel is going well? Where um, could we improve? Uh, listening to our stakeholders, getting to know a whole uh, different set of uh, elected officials as well, um, local and at the county level, as, as well as continuing relationships with the state and at the federal level. And so it's a lot of information, a lot of listening right now. And then uh, I'm assuming, you know, in not too much time, a few more months, uh, we will start to strategize and put priorities together. But we already know um, there's a few things that have been started, such as our bus redesign, our trolley modernization. We have some new uh, projects of significant impact, such as the King of Prussia Rail. All of these things we're following and, and seeing how we can move them forward to keep this entire region you know, moving forward and, and helping with their economic development as well. Well, I'm sure most of our listeners are familiar with SEPTA as the transit agency that serves southeastern Pennsylvania. They may not be aware of how diverse it is. I believe you're one of only two transit agencies in the entire United States that has five major types of transit vehicles that you operate, commuter rail, uh, subway elevated trains, light rail vehicles, trolleys, trolley buses, and just regular buses. So does that present any particular challenge that it is such a, a diverse transit system that you're running? Yeah, I mean, look, it has challenges and it has opportunities. So we are truly a multimodal system. Some transit agencies are only able to provide bus service, for example, so I feel very fortunate. Um, we are what's considered a legacy system. Uh, we are on the older side of things. And so taking a look at how people use our system. But it is truly a network, and it's not just rail. It's not just subways. It's not just buses. And so we have to take a look at how do people go from one mode to the other. Do they hop on a trolley, then hop on a bus, and maybe take a subway? Do they walk to the rail? You know, how is it that they use the transit that's available where um, is our coverage lacking? Uh, where is frequency not where it should be and, and how we can improve that? So, you know, it keeps a lot of people moving. We provide 1 million trips a day, every single day, 300 million trips a year. And so it is a large agency, as I mentioned, you know, one of the largest. When we are doing things well, the, the entire region benefits. So we want to make sure that we continue to do things well. 
Before you took on the role as Secretary of PennDOT, you had a position on the Montgomery County Board of Commissioners. Montgomery County is a county that is served by SEPTA. Does that give you, you think, a unique perspective on some of the issues that you face? Absolutely. I think it gives me a very unique perspective. As you may know, I've been a township supervisor of a township that's serviced by SEPTA, been a county commissioner of a county uh, that is serviced by SEPTA as well. And so having that unique perspective of what communities need, but then while I was a county commissioner, I was also a member of the SEPTA board. So I understand SEPTA from a board level, which is also important. And uh, I feel that I can understand the concerns and the needs of the board as well. And so I'm really hoping to be a good communicator back and forth uh, to the board with that unique understanding. And, And I believe I am the first general manager to have served on the board. So I bring all these different eyes looking at the system and also an understanding where I can relate to a lot of the elected officials and where their responsibilities are and how they want to serve their constituents. So I think that does that does help in figuring out the communication that needs to take place and also what needs to be considered before decisions are made. You mentioned in your previous role at PennDOT that you obviously had interaction with SEPTA as well as the other transit agencies around the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Tell us a little bit more about what those interactions were like. How did PennDOT interact with the transit agencies? Was it simply through funding, or were there other avenues that you worked with these various transit agencies? PennDOT is divided into five deputates, five areas that were part of our senior team there. And one of the deputates is uh, the multimodal deputate of where public transportation falls under. Also, aviation is there, freight is there, rail is there, and bike and ped um, and active transportation. So pretty much everything that's not a highway or a bridge (laughs) falls under multimodal as far as providing uh, transportation services. And so working with our multimodal deputate, we worked uh, very actively with the Pennsylvania Public Transportation Association, which is PPTA. We helped to see where their concerns are. A lot of the smaller transit agencies needed to cut costs. As you can imagine, a small agency could have high administrative costs. And so we looked at consolidations. We looked at how can we help these transit agencies provide the services that they need to provide. Obviously, the Commonwealth is a very diverse area, and some of these transit agencies are providing services in very rural areas. And so we were trying to figure out how we could best deliver those services, which are a different type of challenge than in in more of our urban areas. As we found out, when you live in a rural area that is not as full of different options, often public transportation, particularly for seniors, for people with disabilities, they don't have other options. And so when service is decreased or when it is not fully offered, it can really impact people where other options don't exist. And so we listened and and we figured out and how could we best service all of the diverse populations in the Commonwealth. The transit agencies like the Port Authority um, out of Pittsburgh and SEPTA out of the greater Philadelphia region, they're a bit different, and they were treated differently. So while money comes in to PennDOT and is distributed through formula and there's oversight at the smaller agencies, uh, not so much at SEPTA and the Port Authority. They really function. They have their own boards. 
but of course we're there to help when needed and, and we work closely. For instance, on the Northeast Corridor, which is Amtrak service up the east coast of the United States, a very important service. Obviously, very well-traveled from Washington up through Boston, and uh, you have to go through Pennsylvania. And that also includes the service from Philadelphia uh, through Harrisburg out to Pittsburgh. And so we want to make sure, again, that people have mobility options, uh, that they get to choose what makes sense for them and what's most efficient for them, and uh, making sure that we are delivering, again, that service as best we can. Two of the biggest concerns I think transit agencies around the country share in common are infrastructure and funding. Uh, When it comes to SEPTA, is infrastructure something that is a, a major concern? And obviously the funding to maintain that infrastructure is also something that, that goes hand in hand with that. How are you dealing with that? Absolutely. I had an eye-opening experience my very first week here where we were talking about some bridge repairs that needed to be done on a rail line. And it didn't dawn on me until we got into the conversation that these bridges are far older than the ones that PennDOT has to take care of because they were built before the car was invented. (laughs) And so rail has existed for quite some time. And this infrastructure, you know, is aging, especially here on the East Coast where our transportation infrastructure is older than, you know, on the West Coast and in other areas of the United States. And so those challenges where before I was, you know, worried about bridges who, who on average were, you know, entering, entering uh, senior citizen status maybe in their 60s, uh, now, I think uh, I'm probably looking at uh, average of bridges that are a good 20 years older than that, and maybe even more. And so, again, um, the time they were built, while they may have been designed or built before cars came and, and started to be used, there are cars now. And so they have had to maneuver around, you know, many of the streets that are very narrow where our buses also have to go, but we have to make sure that bicyclists and, you know, pedestrians can travel safely. So a lot of different challenges and I'm I'm learning about them now. And, you know, obviously I'm very excited to work with this very talented and dedicated uh, staff here to solve uh, problems. I think a lot of people who are listening to this podcast are familiar with you, not just through ITE, but in some of your other national roles that you've taken on with organizations like AASHTO and ITS America. And in those roles, you're providing leadership at a national level. What does that bring to you personally? And what do you think that means for your organization to play a role in these kinds of national organizations? Yeah, I found it to be extremely beneficial, both to the organization and to the part of the conversation that I've been able to participate at. It's really, um, you know, been extremely rewarding. PennDOT is the fifth largest DOT in the country. It's kind of funny. I, I didn't mean it this way. And now that I'm at the fifth largest <laughs> transit agency in the country, that seems to be my pattern. The work that we do is significant, and I think it's important to bring that back to our employees, to bring it back to our customers, for them to know, you know, how we compare to other, whether it's a DOT in size and as well as breadth of services, as well as as the transit agency. And when you take on national roles, you get information, you can share. Um, At PennDOT, I often shared with other states. I wanted to learn what they were doing. I wanted them to hear what we were doing. 
was always open to any recommendations, uh, was open to learning. You know, it was as important for me to know where uh, my colleagues across the country uh, were doing wonderful things and also it was important for me to know where maybe they had made some mistakes and where, where they had learned some lessons, right? I didn't want to go ahead and, and have to learn those lessons again if I could uh, gain from learning what they did wrong and so that we would not repeat that at PennDOT. And I would share at PennDOT when things worked out really well and maybe where we could have done things better so that, again, they could improve. And so I'm looking forward to participating at the national level in the transit community and and bringing those types of conversations back uh, here to the SEPTA region. Uh, When I uh, have been active on the national level of IETE and ITS America, which I've very much enjoyed, you know, we were on the cutting edge of automated and connected vehicles as well as connected technology and seeing how, you know, mobility on demand, which is really the future of transportation, of how people will go from one mode to another and uh, how people will be able to get, you know, from one place to another uh, in an environmentally responsible way as well as in an efficient way. Uh, Had I not been part of those national conversations, I may not have seen what a great opportunity it was to come here to SEPTA uh, with discussing mobility on demand and uh, participating in the Mobility on Demand Alliance, uh, which is a national national initiative. I understood where transit plays, and, and it is often considered the backbone of that model. There is not a scenario that exists for transportation where transit doesn't exist. We know that transit is the most efficient way to move the most people, the largest number of people at the same time. We also know that it's the safest way. And so when we increase transit riders, we are reducing traffic fatalities. Bus and rail transit is 10 times safer than driving. Regional rail is 18 times safer than driving. And so when we can give people those options, we can really, in all honesty, we can help save lives. And so we want to be part of that conversation as well. And no transportation network really works well if you're not moving, you know, as many people as you can, you know, and and, and as efficiently and safely as you can. And, again, every time someone takes transit, we're removing vehicles and helping with congestion on other parts of of our network. So extremely important and very important to be able to talk about that on the national level, seeing where we fit into the national conversation and, again, uh, learning and sharing ideas with our colleagues. Well, on this month's edition of the ITE Talks Transportation Podcast, our guest has been Leslie Richards. She is the general manager of SEPTA, newly minted general manager of SEPTA, on the job for just three weeks or so as of this recording. Leslie, all the best in the new job, and thanks so much for being our guest this month. Thank you.